What's up, planner lovers? It's your girl, Sharice, and I'm back for this week's episode of the Plan on Purpose podcast. We are back with season two of the Plan on Purpose podcast, and I'm really excited to get into this season of interviews. This week, we have Lakeisha Hall. You know her all over Instagram as Confident Canvas. She is amazing, and her artistic ability is just, it's just bomb. I'm chatting with her today, not just about Bible journaling and her artistic abilities, but her story of faith, of transformation, and really of acceptance and just being who God wants her to be. And let me tell you, it's an amazing story. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and share it with a friend. Head on over to Instagram at Plan On Purpose and leave a comment and let me know how this podcast really resonated with you. Let's get into it. Okay, great. So I just want to say thank you again for joining me. Um, it's just been such a long road us getting here, but I'm really excited to chat with you. Thank you. Same. I cannot wait. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of just talk to you um, about all of the things that you're doing, especially with, you know, your faith and everything that's going on on your Instagram and all the creative projects that you're doing. So my first question is, how did you get into the creative side of Bible journaling and really expressing your faith in that way? That's a great question. Um, I can honestly say that I started my creative journey um, as a young person, and I know a lot of people might say that, but I I truly did for multiple reasons. One, because I'm a Pisces, and that's a part of our, cre- our nature is to be creative. And then um, also, unfortunately, I experienced a lot of trauma in my childhood uh, that led to me needing an outlet that I did not feel that I had at the time through people. And so art became that source for me. And I, while I didn't consider myself an artist, I was definitely journaling, uh, drawing, painting, and doing things of that nature, uh, starting very early in my life. And then uh, I, I have continued on that path, uh, even just through creative writing, because I became an English teacher. <laughs> and so I basically have dedicated my life to some form of art. But I got into Bible journaling in 2016 after coming across it on Pinterest. And so I've always been faith-based, um, always been rooted in Christianity. And so when I saw that people had combined two things that I love, <laughs> uh, God and the and the Bible plus art, uh, I was interested and basically just did some research through uh, looking through the pictures that I found on Pinterest. And then as a result, I tried to, uh, I basically searched for a journaling Bible and I just tried to release all that I felt spiritually into art in the Bible. I didn't even know that there was a Bible journaling community. I didn't know about brands. Didn't know about stickers. I literally started with just drawing and painting in a journaling Bible. So that's how I got started. 
That's amazing. See, you're so artistic. So I'm always jealous. Like, I feel like God gave me, you know, the talents of like talking and writing, but the drawing thing and the painting, like, that is not me at all. So you said that you experienced trauma and you found that kind of like going through and doing this art was really helping you. Um, is there any way that you can expand a little bit on not necessarily, you know, your trauma at all, but expand a little bit on what that process was like for you in terms of really expressing yourself through your art? Absolutely. And I, and I also don't mind sharing that, uh, you know, growing up, it was um, domestic violence in my household between my parents. Um, so I'm a survivor of that by way of them. And then also, uh, once my parents divorced when I was 12, um, I was later sexually abused by someone who had basically um, tried to make it seem as if they were being a friend to the family to support us. And so uh, I left home at 16 and became a ward of the state and had been on my own ever since. <laughs> and wow. honestly, uh, that past, I, I must say, was not easy in what? people see now on Instagram is not what it looked like then. So uh, I was doing a lot of journaling. I do a lot of journal. I still journal every single morning currently. But then I was writing a lot about how I didn't want to be here anymore, how much I hated my life, uh, the people around me. And there were a couple of times that the, that type of journaling was found um, by my mother and it upset her, of course. And then, you know, there was just a lot of mental health issues that I was trying to, uh, uh, you know, extrapolate on paper. But it was just, um, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't what I would have even considered art. But the truth is, that was my release at the time. And even um, I remember in high school, uh, being in an art class, and my teacher you know, offering us opportunities to do all types of creative uh, art projects. And I found myself gravitating to images. For example, I still have this art that I'm getting ready to describe to this day. It's hanging up in my craft room just to remind me of where I came from. But my art teacher wanted to do a collage using a magazine. But then we had to uh, draw that collage, the entire collage, on paper using a shading technique that she had taught us at the time. All of my images that I had selected were of um, white women with long hair and um, who looked happy. And, um, it, you know, to me, that was the at that time the image of happiness. I, you know, questioned so much why I was the race that I was, why I looked the way I looked, why I was treated the way I was treated. And so you could see it in my art, what I wanted to, what I thought I wanted to be at the time. And so that journey was tough because I first had to find myself, figure out who I was. And then um, uh, I'll, I'll say that while I created art at that time, what I now create is what I've named my Instagram and my brand behind, which is a confident canvas. So now the images that I create and draw and paint and journal around and about 
or images that reflect me and what um, I perceive as beauty now and the life that I currently live, which is not how it started. So when you talk about a journey, oh my goodness, it, it started with me just changing my mindset about who I was, um, how God saw me and me seeing myself the way God saw me as well. Yes, that, that's a word right there. <laughs> I'm constantly fighting to make sure that that image is the same image. Um, you, 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 one of the reasons why I gravitated towards your channel when I did start Bible journaling myself was just the fact that you have those images, right, of um, women who look like me. And yes. I love them. And I, of course, love the fact that they're, they're your art. How important do you think it's been uh, for these images mm -hmm. in the community to kind of be put out there? And then what type of feedback or thoughts have you gotten just personally from how these images have affected people um, with their own process and their own journey? So I can tell you first, the importance is great. Um, I didn't, I didn't even realize what I was doing when I started creating the images that I was creating. So this is how it started. I finally came across a Bible journaling brand uh, that created images that could be used in your art, in your Bible. And so what I discovered was, <laughs> at the time, all the images were didn't look like me. I did not... A thought never came to my mind that, you know, there's no black girls here. There's no women of color in these images. I never thought that. What I thought as an artist was I need to make this what I want it to be. <laughs> and so um, I, right, I'm right. thinking that because I feel like, and, and I'm not opposed to this, but I feel like there's a lot of, in the world right now, in our society, people saying what's not there. And what I find that I do in my head is I create what's not there. Because I feel like if you're truly a creative, then what doesn't exist can exist through you, right? And so it never I never got upset. I wasn't angry. I just created what I wanted to see. And so I took one of those dolls. Um, I colored her my skin color. And I gave her a big afro because that's what I have when my hair is not braided. <laughs> and... Um, and I posted her on Instagram without any shame, doubt, fear. <laughs> I was just like, this is my art. Here it is. <laughs> and can I just say and tell you that the response was incredible to the point where the original artist, before I altered the work, reached out to me and was like, oh, my goodness, thank you. So many people came to my page today because of you. But they came to my page looking for something that I didn't have. <laughs> and so people were just commenting, where, where can I buy this girl? Where did you get that? And I had to keep replying. I created her. I, I, well, it came from this shop, but I altered her. And um, people just didn't understand. What do you mean you altered her? They didn't understand what I meant um, fully at the time. What came from that was, the lady who created that doll started to create dolls of color in her line. So she, wow. um, the next release that she had, um, she created uh, like multiple races of dolls. And then she dedicated the black girl doll um, to me. 
And so I treasured that doll, printed it out lots of times. I put on everything because I was just so excited to see it. And um, also grateful that the response, the, the uh, things that I was hearing from other people was positive. Now, you would think uh, or, or someone might assume that I may have gotten negative feedback. So I, I truly think that because of my presence and the way I present myself, that people are probably cautious in how they approach me. <laughs> I'm not very tolerant of foolishness. And so I may have lost followers uh, when that happened if people didn't like what they saw, but that didn't faze me at all. What I was most proud of was the amount of people, especially black women, who were reaching out and saying, Thank you. Uh, I love her. I need to find her. I want to buy her. Can you create more of her and and things like that? That's when I recognized the need. Yeah. I mean, that's so powerful, though, that you were able to see that need and say, like you said, why not create those things? I think so many of us lose sight that we have the Mm -hmm. ability to, even if we write, right, I'm not an artist. And I know mm-hmm. I'm not someone who draws or creates, but you can also go to someone, commission that and say, hey, you know what? This is something I see missing in the community. I can't mm-hmm. draw, but if we work together, can we present this, you know, this thing together where there are some things that look like that look like us or look like someone that yeah. we may know? So I think it's very powerful that you were able to do that. And I, I remember seeing that when you were like, oh, my goodness, like this is, this is me. This is just like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Like, we need to see it. And you know what? Honestly, I think we need more of that. I think we need more people in our community who will see something that they like. And if it doesn't look the way they want it to look, say, I'm a creative. Not, and, and again, I just want you to know, I'm not opposed to what people now call, um, uh, Gosh, I can't call the name of it at the moment, but you know that it's like when uh, a great number of people uh, turn away from a particular brand or stop supporting a particular. Oh, like the cancel culture. Yes, the cancel culture. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of that going on right now, and I'm just like, you know, in my opinion, moving in silence could be just as powerful, and then moving with action is when you make impact, right? So I don't need to publicly tell everybody that I no longer support a brand. I don't need to go on their page and make comments about how I don't like what they said or did. I'm just going to create it and tell the people who want this that I have to offer that it's here. And then you move when you maneuver like that. God, I feel like God honors that in a different way because I was able to or whoever is able to help God's people without hurting anyone. Right. And while we might not care in the moment who we're hurting because of what we're saying and doing, because we're hurt, you know, because that, sure that saying hurt people, hurt people is very true. Um, but when you take that hurt and turn it into healing for others, that elevates you personally. And so I have just found more power in just being quiet and just doing, just being active. Yes, I really like that. I don't think that I think there's a way to talk about things in a way that still shows that you or do things in a way that still shows what you want and what you mean and what where you stand and you don't necessarily have to bash anyone else to do it 
Right. And what you stand for, right? So, like, um, I've been disappointed in a lot of people in my life. But knowing God in the way that I do, I have to look at them differently. I can't just be like, and and I'll use uh, just like a name for now. I can't say that uh, Amy was mean to me. So now I'm going to tell everybody that Amy was mean to me. And I'm going to be mad at Amy. But I'm going to find somebody against Amy and support that person instead. No, what I want to do is I may stop supporting Amy. But I'm also going to continue to pray for Amy. I'm going to see her still as my sister. I'm going to ask God to uh, move her in the direction that she's not in and move me as well. Because maybe I missed something in my encounters with Amy, right? And so Amy might have been a conduit in which I needed to learn more about myself. And sometimes we're so focused on the actions of other people. We don't realize that God really wants us to change. It's not the other person. The other person may never change. But what is it about me that can get me to spiritually, if you are a a spiritual-based person, to spiritually move past how Amy may have hurt you so that Amy can still see God in you, right? And I think um, we lose sight of that when we're angry sometimes, which is human. But I think it's important for us to reflect how can I do this differently so that at some point in Amy's life, she can find God too? Yeah, I think, I I mean, I agree with you. I do. I think that as I've grown more spiritually, that's been something that I've been working on. <laughs> um, for me, it started, you know, just yeah. at home, in, in the home, in the house with my husband and my child and just making sure that I'm being the person that I want, you know, loving that neighbor, that kind of thing, being the person being the person to them that I would like them to be to me. Um, And I noticed that even during the time, like back in last year, we were all discussing everything that was going down in the planner community. I myself also had, you know, some things to say um, because I felt strongly about it. Mm -hmm. Brand representation and things like that. But I did see that there was a lot of tearing down of people, of, of different ideas. And like you said, cancel culture. And I definitely was not for that. Like let people do what they're going to do move how you choose to move and you know you don't we don't have to go at each other's throats and and I definitely agree with your message on how like we really need to show people who God is and and make sure that we're being that example being the light because that's what we're called to be and that's not always happening so to be able to do that in the way that you did that, I definitely commend you because I remember seeing some of the things that you said and watching your lives and watching some of your videos. And I was just like, I, I can't, I'm, she's so like <laughs> eloquent and nice and sweet. I was like, I'm angry. I don't even know how to like, not, no, nah, I was like, no, nah. I was like, she got it. It's her. She got it. I don't have it. I don't have that. Like, <laughs> I don't. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. I I experienced some backlash too from my own people and from others, right? So, but here's the thing. I continuously tell myself, as long as God is for you, it does not matter what human person has turned on you. And that is the truth. I mean, and, and I think when people look at me and they don't understand things like what happened at that time and how I responded, it is because of what I came from, what I described to you earlier from my trauma. I literally felt 
with a big family that I had no one on my side. And to have to maneuver in that as a young person and then grow into an adult, somebody who isn't my family, who doesn't like me anymore, doesn't want to be connected to me, does not faze me. Because I spent the beginning of my life trying to maneuver that with family, right? So God had already prepared me for people turning away from me. And um, he has also shown me and demonstrated very intentionally in my life that he will still be there in spite of who's not. And so because of those experiences, I mean, shucks, girl, I currently have... uh, over 13,000 followers on Instagram, but if it got down to 10, <laughs> I would be proud mm. to still be in the good graces of God. And I would do all that he called me to do for those 10 people. And that is my mission in life because Instagram followers don't get you into heaven and neither do a lot of other things that people put their energy on. So that's how I think. And I think a lot of it is because of my experiences. And I truly think a lot of other people may have had similar experiences to me, but they may still be hurt behind those experiences. And so that's why they react in the way that they do. I I, I agree. I agree. I saw a lot of that too. A lot of people hurt. So your story is so powerful in the way that you overcome things. And thank you so much for sharing that here. Had, would you say that that um, is what led you into mentorship and kind of pushing forward with being more vocal about mentoring people or especially young girls? Yes, yes I, 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 could, I would say that, yes. Um, honestly, because I felt, uh, because of my experiences that I you know, shared with you today, because I had found another way, another path, and one that I felt that God led me down and that I still, I made it without doing the things that I felt I saw a lot of other people doing. I wanted to take on trying to help as many people as I could, not just women, but also young ladies. I also um, started a mentoring program for girls in my school district. And, um, you know, it's just been so important to me to share what I know we're not going to be here forever. And we have a responsibility while we are here to um, not just share how we made it, but share a path, a better path. And for me personally, a path to God. So I may not mention God, but, and, and I don't have to say Jesus to anyone, but when I tell them there's a different way to do this, you'll find him because you're going on a different route, right? And so. Um, and I mentioned that because, I, I, you know, it's a lot of people who like really push God into a lot of people's faces. But the way to really show how to get to God is to model what that lifestyle looks like and he'll meet them where they are. That's a great example. I think also, too, just what you're showing and everything that you have put out there says it for you as well. As your brand has, has done a good job of that. One of the things, again, that I admire is just your consistency with Bible journaling. (laughs) As we're talking about like goals for, well, just not even just Bible journaling, but just how you, uh, how you attach yourself to your growth with your spirituality and your faith, I should say. Can we talk a little bit about if you have Mm -hmm. any goals, I guess you would say for yourself and your growth in 2021? And if you have any goals, like how did you set them and how are you going to go about accomplishing Um, them? 
Well, first of all, uh, we are all human and flawed. So I appreciate all your kind words. I definitely myself have things to work on as well. We haven't made it yet, girl. So <laughs> always something. <fun. laughs> but listen, <laughs> I, I I feel you. I hear you. I just I get really really happy when I see people who are consistently posting and all these things that I'm doing. That I'm on a journey myself as far as my creativeness with um, my spiritual yeah. growth, and so it just encourages me. It really does um, to see that. Even if you had a bad day, you still took the time to wrote, write your things down and really connect with God, even if it wasn't all painted and all this. Like, oh, thank it, you. Really and that's, that's, really that's, that's my personal goal. It's one of them right there. <laughs> and um, also, I desire to, uh, in this, during this pandemic, it has been challenging to connect with, uh, I guess, sisters and brothers in Christ in the way that we would have when we were freely maneuvering prior. So, you know, on Sundays and Wednesdays or whatever days you went to church and Bible study and all those things, and now that that's come to a halt, um, it's still important for us to uh, gather with like-minded people. And so uh, I find that it's even more important for me now to journal, Bible journal, and pray because I'm not in a in a physical place anymore where I can um, collaborate with uh, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So that is one of my goals is to uh, continue to, as you shared, be consistent in what I'm doing because it allows me to connect with other Christians online. So uh, while I might not physically be in a church and while I am the church, how can I still have church? you know, when I need it. And so that's a way for me, you know, when I share my post and I write a caption and I share a little bit in the caption about what I've learned from my study, it sparks conversation. It allows opportunity for me to share it with people who may not know God in the same way that I do. And so it's a way for me to still uh, worship. And so in 2021, I want to, uh, I guess in a way, maintain that in a different way um and i'm going to do that through so i can i can share this with you because it'll be revealed soon anyways um okay, one awesome. of the things huh oh i said okay awesome awesome <laughs> oh yeah this is new info you haven't heard this yet even on social media <laughs> so, but um one of the things that's been heavy on my heart is uh in our community, black women, um, even women of color, I could say, it's not just black women. Sometimes because of the way spiritual or spiritual lives are gifted to us from our family or however it was taught to us, however it's been passed down, we may sometimes maintain um, ideas and ideologies that don't necessarily uh, keep us as connected to Christ as we could be. So, for example, when I emerged as a Bible journaler uh, in 2016, I got a, when I when I first started sharing the pictures on my Facebook page, my personal page, where my family, friends, and and church friends were all there to see. I got so many messages um, within my early days of people 
saying things like, why would you write on God's words like that? I don't think you should be doing that. I don't, is that holy? Did you pray about it first? Yeah. I mean, they just almost tried to condemn me yeah, for yeah, studying the word mm-hmm. in a different way. And um, my heart was broken because I was thinking to myself, you are talking to someone who wasn't regularly reading the Bible. And now that I'm opening my Bible every day, you're questioning me. Mm. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, and, and to be real with you, some of the people who were approaching me on why I was doing what I was doing wasn't opening the Bible themselves. And so, listen. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. now that's a listen moment if it ain't one, right? Listen. <laughs> so it's been, so since 2016, I'll say that initially it stung. Initially, I did think, I was like, is this okay? Like, I had to pray about it. Like, Lord, am I doing something wrong? But I was okay with it. And I, and I came to terms with it. But what I found was there's still so many people that look like me who turn away from this process because they think that it's wrong. They don't know. They just think. And they don't have any scripture, evidence, facts, research behind why it's wrong. They just think, right? And so another thing I found is that uh, people who look like me not only didn't understand why it was being done, they didn't know how to do it. So just being transparent, Bible journaling did not start in our community. Right. Okay. So um, it it was dominated by a culture that we were not immersed in. And so when it was emerging in our community, people, that's why people question it. Cause they're like, where did this come from? And while it's a great practice, people who look like me don't know how to do it. And they have so many questions. Um, they don't necessarily know where to get all these supplies and all these other things that are heavily discussed in the Bowser Island community. So, I said all that to say that it has been heavy on my heart to educate people who, women of color specifically, on how to study the Bible creatively and um, give them a safe space to do so. And so in February 2021, uh, we are, I'm currently with two friends planning a um, Bible journaling conference for women of color, but not limited to women of color, but it will be. Uh, taught and led exclusively by women of color so that the participants who join feel 100% safe and comfortable in the space. Um, the name of it is Pearls and Pom-Poms because, you know, we got to bring the class with the pearls and then the, the pom-poms with That's the creativity. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I, I, on it, I came up with this over a year ago, but literally um, probably this past October, there was a fire lit under me to, to spark it again. And then I asked two people to support me in making it happen because, again, I had experienced seeing fly- flyers coming out for these events. And either we were very limited on those flyers or not seen at all. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to create a space where not only we're invited, but we're the experts, right? And so. It's kind of, I liken it to, I'm an educator. I work in an urban school district and heavily discuss how important it is for there to be black educators in front of black kids, for them to see success um, and that success be accessible to them. And so um, that same 
mindset that I have about education and, and what I'm learning about education, students and black teachers, I wanted to apply to the Bible around the world. So I found um, over 10 women of color, not just limited to black. Uh, we have multiple races of women of color who have um, been Bible journaling for a while and, and said yes to teaching their expertise. And so I'm excited to host this for two weeks, the last two weeks of February. We're going to be announcing it soon. And I'm excited to see where it goes from there. I want to see more women of color um, coming out with their Bibles and opening them up. That's amazing. That is amazing. I um actually here where I am in Germany have uh, taught a couple of classes on Bible journaling. I'm not an expert by any means, um, just did techniques, but yeah. that is definitely something that I noticed that I, mm -hmm. so I, full transparency, I've had the opportunity to teach to two different audiences and it's interesting the differences in between kind of like how we see it. And, and so mm -hmm. definitely it's going to, yeah. oh, that sounds like it's going to be so fun. I wish I could physically, you know, <laughs> but. Well, it is a virtual event. So you are welcome. To I will definitely be in attendance. Um, yes. for sure. <laughs> because I definitely want to learn more uh, techniques, but I can say that it has, it's helped just journaling in general. I've always been a journaler, but Bible journaling has really, really helped me to be more connected mm -hmm. in a creative way. And it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's fun, but it's also when you sit back and you look at that page and you really can sit and focus and meditate on mm -hmm. what you're reading and what you're journaling about, that's when it really seeps in. Like, oh, you know what? Like, yes, this is, this is pretty, but this means something, you know, it yeah. means something to me in this moment. And so that's mm -hmm. amazing. Uh -huh. So you're going to be doing the Bible journaling class and just teaching everything. What are some of the things that you have learned while you've been journaling this way? What are some things you th that you've learned about yourself or just about how you approach your faith? Hmm. Well, uh, what I learned about myself early in, in this journey in, in like 2016, maybe into 2018, um, is that I was devouring whatever I could find um, about Bible journaling to learn so that I could improve. But while I was devouring all of what I was finding, I was eating everybody else's food. Nobody yeah, got to experience yeah. my cooking, so to speak, right? And so um, I needed to get in the kitchen myself and devise some strategies ideas and resources for people because i had it in me if you're an artist you don't have to wait for someone else to release their idea for you to get started and i found that i was doing that early and i am now in a place where i will just doodle on the page not color it write a note underneath and post it <laughs> I'm just like I had a wonderful right. time with that's, that's it. That's all I had to do. Here <laughs> we go, little doodle, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, I literally recently just shared on social media um, because what I've also discovered, what I've learned about other people, and I know you asked me about me, but um, is that there is a culture where if your Bible journaling page is not heavily painted, it's not bright and colorful, and all that. 
you'll find that those um, posts will get fewer likes. Yeah, right. That's true. And then the posts that are painted to the gods, so to speak, <laughs> you know, 500 to 1,000 likes and people just commenting, commenting, commenting. And I recently had, I went on, I had a little rant in my private Facebook group for, um, for creatives. And I said, you know what, in this group, if anybody posts, y'all need to show them the same yeah. love you would show me. Right. So, um, if those, if other people are new to Bible journaling, they may also be new to Christ and just seeing people support them will propel them into being a better person, a better artist and all of that. And so I personally try to find those people and uplift them more than I would the, the big name people who everybody likes. Right. And so I, have found that I, I told them recently on Instagram because I did do what I just shared with you. I doodled a little bit on in, in the um, journaling space and I posted it and I said this was an amazing Bible study. This is what I got from it. It was deep, you know. And a couple of hours passed. Now normally I get a whole lot of response, but on this particular post I did not. And so I put in my stories. I said I just wanted y'all to know, and I put the picture behind it. I said that this was an excellent time with me and God. I said, and I didn't create this to impress any of you. And I don't care if you're impressed because I just wanted to make an impression on God. And so you can keep your paint. I literally put hashtag keep your paint. I wasn't painting this page. I just wanted to paint my heart and get myself in a space and a place where I felt connected to God. And if you didn't like what you saw, oh, well, as long as God likes what he sees in my life, your opinion doesn't matter. So I put that in so many words in an Instagram story. And oh, my gosh, right after that, people will come to the post. You so right, Lucretia, but why did it take me? Right. <laughs> why did it take me to bring that to your attention? Why didn't you see that and say, this person is in their word. Let me lift her up, right, um, to show her to keep staying, to stay in her word. And they, they may not have even known that it was me. You know how people scroll through Instagram and they see something and they just keep scrolling until they get to the post that they really like. And then they stop and comment, like the, all that kind of stuff. I, to, I told the people in my group, let's not do that here. If you see that somebody doesn't have a lot of likes, if you see that they don't have a lot of paint, if you see they don't have a lot of whatever you're expecting, like the post. <laughs> like it anyway. Yes, absolutely. I'll tell you um, a story about that. So I, you probably don't remember because you probably just be, you know, showing everybody love, as you just said. But I had been Bible Ooh. journaling for a little bit, mainly just doing kind of like smaller things. Um, but I started working in my Shana Noel book. I had purchased it maybe like a year before. And I saw that on your Instagram, you were doing mm -hmm. that um, Bring It Back Stack Challenge to get people to use their... Yes. Um, their items and so really I had been wanting to work in the book but I was scared you know how like you get a new journal and you're like mm, like I don't want to mess this up or like well you you can draw and, and paint <laughs> I cannot so I was just like I don't know what I'm gonna do it here but this is scary I'm not an artist and so literally I was like I don't I had showed a couple of my friends um who I go to church with the pages that I had done and I was just like I don't think you know I don't really like these I don't know if they're going to be good or if I should share them because again they weren't like 
everyone else and what everyone else was doing. And I was, I didn't have this stuff. I didn't have the stickers and I just didn't have a bunch of stuff. I had some things, but I was like, I think I'll just use my Cricut. So I literally got out my Cricut and put like a few things on the page that kind of like spoke to me, you know, printed out everything, cut it out and everything. And then left some space there for me to actually journal in that space. And it was one of the, I think maybe my second or third day was the first post I posted and tagged um, the, did the hashtag that you posted and you commented on it and said love or love it or something like that. And, and it was the first one I ever posted. And it's, and I was so like, oh man, like she saw this and she commented on this, like this was so okay. (laughs) This is my first time doing this. I don't know if I should share this with anyone. And when I tell you, I was like, Okay. I'm going to keep sharing. Like, I'm going to keep sharing. Because it was something again that I was doing. And I wasn't thinking, let me share this so I can get, you know, the attention of any person or, you know, a, a brand. I wasn't thinking that. I was just like, well, this is something that I'm doing. And so I want to share it. Yeah. And when you show love, it definitely meant something to me. Because I know, you know, I've I seen your page. I saw everything you do. And I'm like, even if you just liked it and was like, hey, you, 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 you doing it. Like, you're working on it that's still, it meant a lot. So personally, let me tell you, you reaching out and saying and showing love and saying what you're saying, it means something. It means something to me. I can't speak for everyone else, but it definitely means something to me because I still share now all of my journaling pages. And there are times when I don't use, like you said, don't use paint, don't use this, don't use that. And I just, I just want to let you know, it's definitely seen. Oh, sure. thank you. That means a lot. And no, I didn't remember that. <laughs> but oh my goodness, that is, that is exactly why I say what I say to people, because I want more people to experience what you did. Yeah, sometimes I, I don't know if um, that response prompted you in any way to continue posting, but that's what I want for the people who are unsure. Like I want um, them to feel okay to move forward because they see a community of sisters and brothers behind them that are saying keep going we're with you in this right yeah so, and honestly it did yeah, that's it did it really did because I was like oh yeah. like it's I should maybe share some more of this and then it moved on to me talking about it with friends and showing other people that I know and then boom here I am teaching classes so it definitely helped because I've been introducing more and more people to it and just being more comfortable with it. And even how you're sharing now through a podcast, like people are going to listen to this and be inspired by it. And that also was initiated by you, right? So you just never know what that like comment and that little bit of encouragement and support can do. I, I hope to keep doing that for a lot of people. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I mean, what an amazing conversation, right? It was definitely a pleasure to hang out with and chat with Laquisha. Listen, you need to make sure that you follow her on Instagram. Check the show notes for all of her information. Follow her and get in her group on Facebook. You will definitely be blessed for it. Well, until next time, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, I'm here to talk if you're here to listen.